Welcome to True Crime from A to Z. I'm Sydney. And I'm Shakira. The case we are covering today happened this July, which is why there isn't much information available. The court case is still ongoing, but we think this is still an important case to share. We'll definitely have an update episode whenever new information is released. I would like to tell you about a fun new upcoming podcast. This is the Not So Perfect Crime. Isn't that a fun name? I know, isn't it great? I love it. And it is based in UK about the criminals that have studied out their crime to the T to make sure that they commit the perfect crime and then everything just falls apart. (laughs) And she drops episodes once a month. So December 1st is when she's going to do her next episode. She's pretty awesome. She's one of my pod buds. Mm -hmm. So you all should go check her out. She's a new upcoming podcaster. So give her some love and follow her. Mm -hmm. The content for this case may be of a violent and disturbing nature, so it may not be appropriate for all audiences. So we want to tell you about the Zeman and Begum family. They were known as a nice and quiet family. And in the 1980s, Monrizo, Monriz? Monrizo. Zeman. And Mamotaz Begum immigrated to Canada from Bangladesh, and they were looking for a better life. And they met in Canada. So they came separate, and they, but they met in Canada. Wow. And they got married in 1994. They had two children. Their oldest is a son, and his name is Menhaz. And they have a daughter, um, Melissa. Mm-hmm. And from what we can see, Minros and Mamataz, they raised their family as faithful as a faithful Muslim family and regularly attended mosque. And in the Muslim religion, they highly value families, chastity, and treating each other with respect. Mm-hmm. Some of the great sins in the religion are to that if you lose faith in Allah, that is one of the great that mm-hmm. is a great sin, mm-hmm. to disobey your parents. To kill someone unjustly. But for the most part, Muslims are a modest and humble people. And that seems to be the case for Monroe's and Mamutaz and their family. Melissa, in third grade, she met a great friend. They loved to hang out. And Melissa was her friend's go-to since, like, they, like, they talked about, like, it seems like forever. They've always been friends. Which is amazing. You always got to have those friends. Yeah, for real. Melissa, she was often described as of having the sweetest heart Mm -hmm. and was always willing to listen to anyone Mm -hmm. and take care of everyone she knew. So if you needed a shoulder to cry on, it sounds like Melissa was your girl girl to go to. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's for sure. She she seems like an awesome person. Mm -hmm. And Monroe's. He'd worked at a taxi company since like 2011. And he was a taxi driver for Beck Taxi, a local taxi company. As of 2019, Melissa, at age 21, she worked part-time at a grocery store. Okay. 
and they all live together with Momota's mother, Fioza Begum, and she was very close with her grandchildren. She just loved to to spend time with them, like when they were little, like play with them. And grandmothers uh, are the best. <laughs> spend- oh yeah, yeah. She sounds like a great grandma. That's for sure. The parents, Monroe's and Mamatas, they recently celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. Wow. And Minhaz, their son, was just an ordinary man in the university, quiet and good-natured. For his parents' anniversary party, he made a beautiful slideshow and talked happily about them and their good life together. Aww. He talked about how how much he loves his parents and how much they've they've done for him and their family to That's make so a good life for them. I know, isn't it awesome? And I love that it's it was described as a beautiful slideshow. Yeah, that must that must have been so touching for the parents. I know that if I did that for my mom, she'd be crying. Same. <laughs> she doesn't cry. She can't cry tears, but she'd be crying inside because <laughs> her eyes are dry so she doesn't cry dry she doesn't cry tears but I think my mom my dad would cry and, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then sabrina sultana was a close friend of mamotaz and considered her like a sister she said that mamotaz was always praising menhem for attending mosque regularly Aww. so it sounds like they're a really closely close-knit family like with the grandma, the parents, and the kids. They're all super close. Seems like a close very knit. good family dynamic. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like your average family. They're good Muslim-going family, close, like to spend time together. And Manhaz, he found this game that he, an online multiplayer fantasy game that he liked to play. It's called Perfect World. Do you want me to describe it now? Please describe the, the game for us. All right, so I looked it up when we when you asked me to look up for this case, and Perfect World Void is actually based off of a 12-year-old classic game. Oh. And so it has been remastered for mobile so that people from our generation can enjoy it with better graphics and such. And it is an RPG, for those who don't know, since I've had to explain it to you, that stands for role-playing game. Yeah, that's actually my husband's favorite type, so that's why I know. Yeah. And what they have described it as, even though I don't know the game, uh, what they described it as as a unique setting with class choices. So I'm guessing, you know, elf, uh, mage, stuff like that. Um, and bringing the authentic P, uh, perfect world experience that people who grew up 12 years ago playing it would have experienced oh good um it says to have had humans winged elves and Mm. the untamed i guess it's a it's a uh, race that is in this game have made their return to the perfect continent and you battle and customize your characters um go on adventures and have thrilling and diverse battles in epic guild conflicts it is also described to have amazingly beautiful graphics. That sounds cool. I, I'd love to see the graphics if it's amazingly beautiful. That sounds like somewhere that I'd want to be. I'm tempted. When I was looking at it on the phone, I was looking at the phone and I was thinking, uh, maybe I'll download this just to see what it's like. <laughs> Who knew that you'd find a new game to play from researching? <laughs> from reading, researching the podcast. <laughs> 
the unknown privileges of researching. Who knew? For real. <laughs> Apparently, Menham was kind of giving off a, a facade to his family and people around him because on he went on a Discord chat for this game and he mm-hmm. said he had been he had been given flack about being racist and putting down Muslim, the Muslim religion really? in March of 2019. Mm. And he messaged a friend on Discord saying, I'm going to kill my parents and go to jail, yo. So apparently he was giving off oh some, a serious, like, giving off the, like, really acting it up that he was having the perfect family vibe because apparently they're... And the one thing I did want to say, and I'm sorry, is um, in Discord, people tend to make those kind of jokes mm-hmm. in these more toxic groups. And not some are even just like you don't even realize you're in a toxic group till someone makes those kind of jokes. So I can understand why no one took I'm going to kill my parents and go to jail yo seriously because of some of the stuff that people will say on Discord. Which not, not all Discord conversations are are toxic, mm-hmm. of course. Because mm-hmm. we know that there's plenty out there that my are husband is good. Stuff. But we also know that there are some out there that are bad. And it sounds like he may have been in one of those toxic conversation chats. Because no one took him or serious. Or else he was the one who brought it up. Something like that. And then sometime later... Around that time, there was a user on the Perfect World Void that was usually known as someone who made many jokes and was liked to troll. He just liked to hang out. This user liked oh to try hang out. But, however, the user was recently banned from the, from the game itself after using what the administrators called self-devaluing screen names, such as subhuman and don't deserve life oh my gosh i'm an avid player of pokemon go and if you name your even your pokemon wrong they'll say like that that name is inappropriate so i understand why they would ban Mm -hmm. because they want to keep the environment as as open and friendly as possible and safe yeah for those who are playing it exactly and that, that i think i feel like that's a warning sign as of itself absolutely because apparently if he's thinking of himself as subhuman and don't deserve life maybe this person had um some devaluing thoughts about himself and some depression that because that wouldn't surprise me yeah depression or bipolar or any of those Mm -hmm. mental illnesses that tend to make you hate yourself yeah exactly which is always so sad and then this it user is. then made a series of posts to a private gaming server um, for the game. And in this mm-hmm. private message on Discord, the user Menhaz described how he skipped university after failing multiple courses. And he was depressed and went to the mall and gym, lying to his parents about attending university when he was failing his courses. He also detailed how he wanted to kill his parents and had been planning it for three years. So it hadn't been something that just popped up in mm-hmm. recent times. Yeah. Medhaus, he was feeling really down about himself and really frustrated because he was an atheist in a very active Muslim family. 
denying Allah is is one of the great sins yeah. in their religion. And he didn't want his parents to feel the shame of having a son that was atheist because that can bring all kinds of that can bring some shame on your family. The user that we mentioned earlier and said, I just slaughtered my entire family and will most likely spend my life in jail if I manage to survive. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. Oh, my God. This user went on to say what's done is done and what has been planned has been concluded. Yeah, which is super scary. Oh, my gosh. This mm-hmm. user was talking to approached the administration because mm-hmm. this person was sending the user photos, presumably in the shower after sending pictures <gasps> oh of proof that this person had killed their family. Of the victims laying on the ground, bleeding out their necks. Sorry for the graphic oh detail, but we want you to understand the the extremeness of the situation. Yeah, but sometimes you have to kind of say what going on mm-hmm. and what this person would must have been thinking to think i'm gonna send this to somebody because that's just not right mind at all yeah it's very personal any attack that you do on someone with a knife personal. more often than not is a very personal and personal crime. and then he, this user also sent pictures of this person holding mm-hmm. a blood-covered knife and that at this at this point, then he definitely went to the administrators of this forum, and they contacted the authorities, and they used the Absolutely. user Menhaz to mm-hmm. use their IP address to find their address. And right now, we will take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. We're going to continue telling you about this case. Just to make sure that nobody forgot, can you update them on what you said last? Yeah. What we just really talked about is that there was this user that was having a conversation with someone else on this Discord and was talking about how they killed their family and that they're probably going to go to jail and then started proceeded to send pictures, like really graphic pictures of their victims their family, after the shower, the knife. The person that the user was talking to talked to the administrators of the group. They called the authorities and they found the address through the IP address. So on Sunday, July 28th, 2019, the York Regional Police were called to a home on Castlemore Avenue at around 3 p.m. It was reported that multiple people might have been injured. The four victims were found as a result of a welfare check receiving information from an undisclosed source. We are kind of assuming that this was the forum user and the admin, but we're not, we don't know. But what we do know is that they did publicly state they stayed on the computer with this user to keep the user online while the police came to their house, which is really smart. Oh, okay. That is smart. Yeah, I, way I to go then. I to do that. When the police arrived at the home on Castlemore Avenue, a 23-year-old man was waiting in the front room and was immediately taken into custody. The 
York Regional Police confirmed that the victims were the family of Men Ham's father, mother, sister, and grandmother. They were Monizo Zeman, 59 years old, Mamataz Begum, 50 years old, Melissa Zeman, 21 years old, and Firoza Begum, 70 years old. It was later disclosed oh that the 23-year-old man that was at the home was, in fact, Menhaz. When the neighborhood found out that the suspect was Menhaz, the entire neighborhood was shocked. And they could not figure out how this could happen because he, he had put up a whole facade about his relationship with his family was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just not too much earlier before this whole horrible massacre happened, he made a slideshow, a beautiful, remember, it was described as beautiful, a beautiful yeah, slideshow it was about described his family. As gorgeous. And how much he loved his parents yeah. and his family. By all accounts, Menhaz <sighs> was a quiet, gentle, ordinary, ordinary man. But however, recently acting just a bit withdrawn. That's the only sign that a lot of people mm-hmm. had of any actions that could be coming. It, if he is, is sadly, a, that could just be depression. That doesn't mean murder. Oh yeah. If he is made as the, the suspect in this crime, but he, he has not gone to trial yet. So he is, a le- he is the alleged. Well, we're not saying, but yeah. yeah. And only having the only sign that anyone saw was withdrawn. That's a pretty stark difference. But what we did see from the conversations he had on Discord, he was pretty angry with his parents and with Muslims as a whole. Most likely from the fact that they have since said that it was his Discord, that he was sending pictures. So apparently it hadn't affected him that much. Yeah, which is crazy. They shortly after had the funeral for the four victims, and it was held at the Islamic Foundation of Toronto, located in Scarborough. There was tons of support from the community, the the mosque that they attended. The mosque that the funeral was at was extremely crowded as prayers and worship were done outside the funeral. Minruz, Mamutaz, Melissa, and Fioza are all buried in the Toronto Muslim Cemetery. So sad. I can't imagine going through that. That would be so hard. The rest of the family, too. Yeah, the rest of the family. An online friend of Menhaz from Israel named Maroon Oyub said that I have never thought that Menhaz would be capable of doing this. He was one of the few people that I considered a good person, which is kind of scary. Can you imagine how difficult that would be? That one of the few people that you to see deal with, yeah. is a good person turns out to allegedly kill their family? How scary would that be? That, that would turn the whole world it's upside down. Bad. Yeah. It really would. He also said that he was always been a chill guy with a maybe extreme sense of humor. But he has been depressed lately, and I fail to consult or attempt to support. I really hope that he doesn't take this on himself because sometimes it's hard to it build. This isn't his fault? Not very many people got to see this—the violent side of him. And the biggest thing that we've always said, and I've always said, is hindsight's twenty twenty. 
And so there's so much that you don't even think is even a possibility. Mm -hmm. It's not a blip in your timeline. And so you're like, okay, he's not going to hurt anyone, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to be able to foresee some of these things because he really, he was living a double life, really, it sounds like. Like he was in a loving family for the world. Like with his parents, his parents thought he was going to school. And then on Discord and this in the this game, he showed his true intentions that he was violent and angry and that he had some really, really horrible plans. Mm-hmm. And on the Perfect World Void forum post, other gamers were sad and surprised that Menhaz was arrested. Even some of the people that he talked with didn't, still didn't believe. A lot of times people can only get their frustrations out in saying things and being on games and stuff. And so sometimes people say stuff they don't mean because they just are so frustrated mm-hmm. at the time. And so sometimes when they said things like that, they probably thought, well, maybe his family just really ticked him off today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they've been ticking him off for a it while. It sounds like it's been a while because it, this plan was three years in the making. Mm-hmm. There was an autopsy performed on the four family members, and a cause of death was determined, but because there is a trial upcoming, they have not released the details. As of November 7th, Menhaz is in custody and charged with four counts of first-degree murder, and there is going to be a hearing in December, so next month, and a preliminary trial that's scheduled to start on January 6, 2020, and it will last seven days. Wow. Whew. That is a roller coaster of a case. One part that I was looking at that uh, we forgot to mention is a friend of uh, Menhaz said that when he was talking to Menhaz, as he has been, you know, he's alleged to be a murderer, he acted cool, calm, and collected about the entire thing. Which I think is really terrifying. That really is, because if. When I understand people cope with things different, and if he was being falsely accused, perhaps it is a coping. But at the same time, I would be devastated. I'd be scared. I'd be like, "What? What the heck is going on?" Didn't you know? commit it. Maybe he was in shock because I know some people they they lose yeah, all yeah. sense of feeling when they go into shock. But if he really did commit I do, those crimes, I do understand that then that is terrifying. That's even more terrifying. Then he's probably a psychopath. He probably doesn't have much going on. Yeah, psycho or sociopath or something. Yeah, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. So what are your theories on this case? Do you think it's him? Do you think the the police need to go a different direction? I personally think he did this because of how much hatred he seemed to have. Because... Um, One thing I've learned in watching and researching true crime is no matter how much it seems like he can't be the person, they can live double lives very easily. Um, A serial killer I was researching, his own wife didn't know he was doing it. So they are very good at being chameleons. And I honestly think he did it because, um, and I'm not saying this to be fact, I'm just, this is my theory, is... He said that he was angry and that, that he, you know, he had been planning it. And I don't see why he would say that. And then when they die, it would be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I wonder if his parents and sister and grandmother saw this coming or if it was it totally caught them off guard completely. If it's anything new or if they knew he had anger issues. Sad that we will never even get to know. It sounds like there was hints of depression, mm-hmm. but no one talked about other than the conversations in Discord. Anger. There was no, no mention of people seeing that he had anger issues, which anger. is crazy. Because that's such a double life. If that's true, he is really good at acting. If that's if he was able to fool everyone so completely with and hide his anger, mm-hmm. oh, that is mm-hmm. scary. A lot of things do happen behind closed doors where people don't even mm-hmm. realize somebody has anger issues, except for the family. But since the family, you know, who lived with him is no longer around, we can't no. ask. But you know, some they may have seen some anger issues, but didn't want to say anything because mm-hmm. Muslims are so dedicated to family that they probably didn't want to bring anybody else into it if they did know anything. Yeah, which is so sad because Muslims are such a good people and they ha- it's a great religion, but sometimes our beliefs can get in the way because I know that my beliefs have sometimes gotten in the way of the way I view people. I'm I'm personally not a Muslim, exactly, but I know so. I've had my re- my religious beliefs get in the way of seeing other people and how I've acted, and I wonder if something similar happened with them, which would be so sad. Yeah, that w- that would be, that really would be. Well. We definitely will be giving you an update when his trial happens in January. We just really wanted to jump on this case. I actually realized when we were about to record this case, actually, that I picked two cases that happened at the exact same time. <laughs> just on wow. different sides of the country. And so, well then, so we're starting out with super recent. <laughs> But we will let you know about... Any- third episode is a little bit later on. Yeah. So at least we've got a third episode that's going back. Yeah, not all of our cases are going to be this recent. So mm-hmm. we will let you know of any updates for this case. And also... Case we covered last time. Northern BC murders with Lucas and China and Le- Leonard. We'll let Cam. you know about anything, any news we hear about them also. So anything about Cam and Briar or the victims, mm-hmm. all of our sources are in the show notes and also on our website. And the podcast was created mm-hmm. and hosted by Sydney and Shakira, the two of us, of course. Mm-hmm. And the es- episode was Hi. researched by Ernest. The episode was produced and edited also by Ernest. He is helping he us out. A rock star, man. Like, seriously, he's helping us out so much. He's done a lot for us. And the music was done by mm-hmm. Heart Song Studios for this theme song. And other music was also by AMBC. And everybody out there, remember, give hugs. Not slugs. Bye. Bye.